everyone. Welcome to episode 191 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having some wine. Yeah. Our, uh, at our St. Patty's Day party, mm-hmm. our neighbor Caesar brought us a lovely bottle of wine. Out here uh, in our on our local Main Street Broken Air in the Rose District, we have a place called uh, Water's Edge Winery. And I think they have multiple locations. Yeah, they have multiple locations like throughout the country. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we have one here, and this is their Charlie wine, and it is a red wine with fresh blackberries. Yeah, it's good. It it's really good. freaking delicious. Yeah, I it like it. It was produced and bottled at Water's Edge Winery, Rose District. Oh, right here? In Broken Air. Oh, Nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like yeah, it. It's very, very good. Uh huh. It's real fruity and and delish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you. Are we gonna drink the whole bottle? Whole Cesar and Celia. Probably. <laughs> I bet we are. I bet we do. It's huh. delicious. Yeah. yeah. I really, really like it. Yeah. Uh. Cool. Yeah. So this week we are gonna be talking about something that I don't know. We 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 see a. A lot of this going on and uh we're talking about hoe prevention <laughs> so and i guess how to prevent really the future your the your your daughters and some of you it's too late <laughs> you can't prevent it um <laughs> uh, from Ooh. becoming a hoe yeah and so yeah we we thought that it was we were talking about it just amongst ourselves and we we're like this is pretty interesting i think mm-hmm. we should probably do a full episode on it so yeah that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we get started with that we have our dumbass post of the week this one is courtesy of chelsea handler fucking dumbass (laughs) she says i think we can all agree that sleeping around is a great way to meet people (laughs) oh my gosh i put uh chelsea handler and amy schumer and There's a handful of these Hollywood twats that I don't like, and (laughs) she's one of them. Yeah. Never liked her. I Mm -hmm. I think she's just... Annoying. She's kind of annoying. She's, yeah. There's, I don't, she doesn't have a redeemable or likable quality. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's funny. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that I meet that do think she's funny, I don't like them anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't care for her. I don't know how she's still around. I don't know how she's still... Who keeps giving her shows and stuff like I that? I don't know either because it's like I mean I know that it seems like her following her following is mainly women, mm-hmm. and but the, it it's like a certain type of woman because a classy woman <laughs> wouldn't yeah. like someone like her, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of the same thing goes with Amy Schumer too. Mm-hmm. Like they're just. Uh, and I I don't, I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to say that, or be high and mighty or anything, because I freaking cuss on here all the time. But I think there's a difference between, like, cussing and, I don't know, sharing your sex, <laughs> share my sex life too, but... <laughs> No, I don't know. I do it in a in a different way, and sh- they do it in a way that is classless. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess that's the best way that I could describe it. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I just don't like her. 
Yeah. There's, there's a handful of those. Uh, but I was going to say they're people. vulgar. They're yeah, vulgar. vulgar and, and, you know. And they think they're funny. And, and they think that's empowering. And they think mm-hmm. that that makes them special. And I don't mind a vulgar type of person. person mm-hmm. But I don't know. Sometimes it's just. It feels forced. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because they do true. it for laughs. They do it for shock value. They mm-hmm. do it for whatever. It's not. I and don't maybe, think it's really you know, maybe they're not thing. really like how they yeah i don't know you know share with everybody but whatever (laughs) it was a good dumbass post to tie into what yes absolutely yeah so so yeah um like i said we're gonna be talking about hoe prevention how to prevent your your daughters and the future i don't know women from becoming hoes well this you, you you kind of alluded to it, but you know this really came about from we're seeing more and more what what we're seeing nowadays, and we've kind of hit on it from different sides, um, but we've never really kind of attacked it from this angle. But what we're seeing a lot of now is I say the younger generation, but it's it's still there's some women my age, there's some women your age, and there's obviously some women. women Ten to fifteen years younger than you mm-hmm. that are going through this, but what we're seeing are these women that were kind of sold this—I don't know—this false sense of of what it means to be a woman or be valuable or or whatever it is. And I don't want to get into the anti-feminism type of thing on here, but. What we've seen are these women who have been promiscuous, mm-hmm. either at a young age, or I say young age, I mean like in high school time or as a young adult, even well into their 30s. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing is we're starting to see these women that behaved this way are now having to, I'll say settle, mm-hmm. for a low-value man because high-value, worthwhile men don't want anything to do with these women because of their past. Mm-hmm. Um, and the past for these girls, especially this younger generation, is getting harder and harder to get away from because they leveraged technology and social media at some point in time in their young age, and it's there forever. Mm-hmm. And so what you're seeing are young, naive women making very stupid decisions in a temporary time frame that is lasting long term. Yeah. Yeah, life altering decisions. Yes. And it's it's sending them on a different trajectory where they're not going to get the type of guy that they would have deserved had they not been a slut. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, having kids out of wedlock because they're stupid. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, sleeping around because they think that makes them independent. They are, you know, being filmed or oversharing or or whatever it is we see on social media for attention, not realizing that, as we've kind of touched on, high-quality men are not reacting to those posts. Mm -hmm. Your your shit attracts flies, and the shit you're putting out there, you're getting the the bottom-of-the-barrel attention from this lowest, lowest like 25% of men out there are the ones engaging. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing women look extremely desperate but don't think they are. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and it's just going to continue to get worse as 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 more young women are sold this BS about independence and being there, being a, a entrepreneur because you run an OnlyFans and flash your pussy to everybody does not make you an entrepreneur. <laughs> no, but we're seeing more of these women and young girls, young women making these horrible decisions for. Temporary attention mm-hmm. that's going to have long-term consequences. Yeah. And as we were talking about it, like, we were like, well, what's, what's driving this? Why is this happening? And then you brought up, well, how how do you stop it? Yeah. How do you prevent this even from happening in the first place? So, you know, I mean, because cause I really, you really think about it and you think about, like, when when we were growing up and we were kids, I know that, so Seth went to private Christian school. And so, you know, they dealt with stuff a little bit different, a lot differently than what I yeah, we didn't talk about it. dealt with in, in public school. And, but in public school, we, you know, we were, we were talking about, they were teaching us about sex education and all of that. When I was, I think I remember, I remember learning about sex education in third grade, I think it was like initially Mm -hmm. we all, all of like our parents had to sign these waivers and stuff. And we had to, uh, all of the girls went to one classroom and then all the boys went to a male teacher classroom and then they taught us about it. Well, you know, those, those things, you know, I know that like, then you get a little bit older and then they start telling you about about condoms and and stuff like that and and how to sec- how to protect yourself and but like now nowadays you really have to think about other stuff other than just sex mm-hmm. and i i know that you know we had to think about some things like this when when you know i was that younger age and everything but not as much as we have to tell or tell or teach our kids that are growing up now mm-hmm. and now it really is like how do you not make these mistakes how do you teach your children or your daughters or both to not make these life altering decisions to to not sleep around to not try to get the attention on social media and all of that Mm -hmm. and so like that's what we were really like really thinking about with all of this like and that's why it's that's why we are naming it or i don't know for sure this that'll be the final name of the episode Mm -hmm. hope prevention but i mean we really yeah wanted to kind of dig down deep (laughs) and understand like well or maybe talk about it and maybe hopefully help people even to to teach their daughters how to not i don't know give into the temptation of of attention yeah well and and i think that when we were younger the the biggest thing was scare tactics around teen pregnancy and STDs. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't anything about, you know, being responsible with decision making outside of sex. Mm-hmm. It was literally just geared around those two things. 
Don't sleep around because you don't want to be a pregnant teen and you don't want to catch an STD. Mm-hmm. And here's what all this looks like. And and what kids need now instead of pictures of gonorrhea and the crap, uh, the clap and crabs and stuff like that, they need stories of which, by the way, none of that works. Yeah, as anyway. I was gonna say, yeah, none it of didn't it prevent anybody from having. Yeah, sex. everyone still does what they want to do. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and and one of the things that's very interesting about this is women, girls aren't they don't hit puberty and are immediate like i can't wait to lose my virginity Mm -hmm. boys yeah they they do boys do (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and that's that's one of the things that these girls even thinking back to the girls we all knew in high school that slept around with everybody they didn't start out that way Mm -hmm. so what happened what how how did they go how did they get there because it wasn't like one day you're you know 12 or 13 then all of a sudden you're 13 or 14 and you're sleeping with everybody mm-hmm. that's not that's not how it happens there's that may look sometimes how it happened but there's more to it than that mm-hmm. there's there's some kind of history there whether it's something atrocious like some kind of sexual abuse from a family member or someone close to them to something more stereotypical of they start dating a guy that's a little bit older than them who used them who you know, don't treat them correctly and they get a false sense of what closeness and sex and love and all that is and and it spirals out of control. And so so you kind of have to be able to pinpoint what it is and how do you talk to those young women before they let it get out of control. Mm-hmm. Because you don't you don't have girls that are in high school that are like, I'm you know, I'm just gonna you know I'm I'm a sweet girl, but I just want to get nailed by three guys tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. you know, yeah. That that's that that's not what happens. And one of the things that parents tend to do are I I don't know now because I don't I I'm I'm not currently talking to parents with teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Do I know some? Yeah, I have no idea what their conversations are. I'm not gonna ask. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I I am assuming. The, the narrative in the conversation hasn't really changed that much in the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. It's probably the same stuff that every parent is saying. You know, you need to you know watch out. You know, the, the cliche advice of boys are only interested in one thing and that one thing is disgusting is awful. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Mm-mm. You know, the, the scare tactics, the, the, you know, I expect you to have a really good head on your shoulders and make good decisions. You, you need... More things than that. And I think that when it comes to sex and preventing these girls from making these decisions that are going to alter their lives and going to negatively impact them forever, mm-hmm. you have to change how you talk and you have to pick your battles a little better. Um, and and even before you kind of dive into what that should look like, you know, one of the things that that, that you see out of this and, you know, call it a cautionary tale, call it whatever when we talk about this and and you know i know that there's women that listen like well i slept around and i have a good man no you don't the guy you're with isn't as good as you <laughs> could have had mm-hmm. that's the thing Be- and once again like we've said before you're with the partner you deserve yeah and and so that's a harsh chunk of reality that women do not want to accept mm-hmm. and they don't want to feel that they settled they don't feel that they deserve that they had to settle um 
you know, and you start getting this, well, you know, I don't want to be judged on my past. And, and sorry, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's scientific data about, you know, your, your body and your being not necessarily bonding with your partner after you've had, I think it's more than five partners. It becomes harder for a woman to be um, sexually attached to a male partner mm-hmm. because they've basically used those bonding mechanisms in their body and their and their being to bond correctly and that's you know why traditionally you would want a girl that hasn't had a lot of partners mm-hmm. um, and women that have had sex with multiple people the higher the body count the the lower the chance of you being able to stay married gets oh i know yeah um they the you have a higher divorce rate you have a higher cheating rate but what you're seeing even outside of that are you know the, this one young lady was was on this podcast and she uh, she had developed a reputation she had slept with you know multiple you know rappers she had slept with multiple basketball guys basketball players she she was this you know slutty girl running around Miami that was getting banged by what most people would say is a high value guy they make you know, millions of dollars, they're popular, they have some kind of status, they have, you know, a lot of of clout, and it's that kind of guy that a girl would want to be like, this is who I slept with. Well, she was good enough looking and attractive enough that all these guys played with her, Mm -hmm. but nobody took her home. Yeah. And she developed a reputation. And and after nobody years, wants to nobody wants to marry settle down with a woman yeah. like that. Yeah. And even when you take a celebrity that you see, like a I'll pick on Kim Kardashian, notorious slut. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many dudes has she been with? She's had sex tapes. She's mm-hmm. you know been married how many times? Once again, should not be a role model for anybody mm-hmm. in that realm. You know, she can't seem to stay in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And and that cloud is going to hang over her head forever. forever. And from a guy's perspective, when someone like a Kanye marries her, we have no respect for mm-hmm. a guy that marries a slutty celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I guess he's getting to have sex with her, but so has how many other dudes that we all know she slept with? Mm-hmm. That, and, and from a guy's perspective and his ego, it just eats away. And that's why you're going to continually see these girls get divorced mm-hmm. because at some point in time those guys will not cannot stay in that relationship it's too it's too hard personally to deal with that um but what happened to this other girl was was she she did all these things and developed this reputation and after years of doing this um sleeping around with all these guys these prolific people these these you know all those those things i talked about earlier she wanted to get out of that game she couldn't find anybody mm-hmm. because everybody knew it, it eventually came out how she was and so she ended up finally finding a guy that was willing to accept her past. And then what happened was he kept bumping into people that knew someone who had slept with his wife or girl, or I don't think they mm-hmm. married. And so he now he's having to deal with everybody like, oh, yeah, I know her. My boy hooked up with her. And mm-hmm. Isn't that the one that banged whatever? And he got so tired of dealing with this. And she was set. She had money. She was going to take care of this guy, which tells you pretty much all you need to know about this gentleman anyway. But the only way he could cope with that was to cheat on her as often as he could oh my gosh. and to become 
basically try to catch up with her past mm-hmm. to where he could say, yeah, we kick it and she's cool, but these are all the girls I have on my side piece right here. And, she, you know, I just get to do what I want to do. And she's paying for me to drive this car and wear these clothes and have these Gucci flip-flops and I get to go bang all these other girls too. And that's what she is going to have to be stuck with if she wants someone to be in a quote-unquote relationship with her. Yeah, um, and that's not a healthy relationship. Yeah, and she's never going to have one. Yeah, and she had, she has ruined it for herself. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that like these girls are not understanding and and realizing at this point in their life because they're so young mm-hmm. and they they don't know that they're making mistakes. And you know, a lot of the time we are like you can learn from your mistakes and and you can you know, make better decisions and and change as long as you do learn. Mm -hmm. But in these types of situations, there's no, there's no lesson, I guess. I mean, they they don't see it as a mistake until it's too late. That's the problem. Yeah. Is they don't see it as a mistake. Mm -hmm. They, because they've been convinced that this is how they're supposed to behave. He's like that that other girl that was talking about how she's sleeping with this guy because the sex is good, but she's still dating other people. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer was like, well, why don't you just date the guy? And she's like, well, because I'm sure he's off hooking up with other girls too. And you find out she doesn't want to sleep with all these dudes at once. She thinks that's what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah, that is ridiculous. And that's one of the arguments you see a lot of these guys have with these girls is you don't want to be a hoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not, are there, you know, are there, you know, you know, whatever, technical or scientific or clinical nymphomaniacs, I guess. But most women that behave this way, it's not that they're addicted to sex and that they just can't get enough dick. <laughs> they're behaving in a way that they think initially is empowering. They think that it makes them strong. They think that it makes them independent. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's the yeah. exact opposite. I know. I think that that's, I mean, that has been that way for a long time, mm-hmm. I think. And I don't know, at least since uh, I was growing up, I don't know if like, if like our parents and, and, and every, you know, the, the generations before us dealt with that. But I think that, um, that it's like the peer pressure, the mm-hmm. peer pressure of, being quote unquote cool to to fit in to you know to have sex to fit in or say that you're having sex you know and some people will even ruin their reputation by just saying pretending to be slutty. yeah that yeah. they're slutty and they're not mm-hmm. but then you know they say something and then they ruin their life forever yeah. and then nobody knows what to believe mm-hmm. um but but yeah i mean just um them gosh where was i even going with that i don't know i don't know but yeah they they just they don't know they don't know right from wrong because they're they're so young Mm -hmm. and they don't know that they are about to ruin their life yeah and, and that, that's how you, you see these these long-term issues come up, where they get pregnant, where they develop a reputation, all those things. And, and so I think that 
getting to the, well, what is it that you can do to prevent it? What, what, what needs to be said? What conversations need to be had? And what do these young women need to understand? Because telling a young woman, telling a, a 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old girl, even, you know, you, you see a lot of girls that are pretty mild in high school, had one boyfriend, mm-hmm. had sex with one person, maybe two in high school, go off to college and go buck wild. Mm-hmm. And and we have, as a society have basically told girls that's what's expected of them. Yeah. College is where you go wild. Enjoy it. Have fun. Be free. And they're making horrible, damaging decisions mm-hmm. during that three to four year period. So how do you communicate to someone? Because giving them cautionary tales, showing them pictures, sharing horror stories of other women... You tend to, at that age, you think you're invincible and you think that you know everything and Mm -hmm. you don't listen. It goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah, there's a very small percentage that will actually listen. Yep. And and, and even those people that are taking a very religious approach where they're raised in the church, they go to church every Wednesday and twice every Sunday and they go to private Christian school and it gets pounded in their head that, you know, abstinence is the only way to, you know, there's no condom that's strong enough to keep you out of hell and you know and, and whatever this this fire and brimstone that sex is bad and and that's all that's said those girls still end up going crazy mm-hmm. they those are the ones that end up disappearing for nine months because they got pregnant mm-hmm. um and, yeah and so, yeah and you saw that especially oh, here yeah. in, in, in oklahoma. oklahoma and uh all of a sudden, their parents have a brand new bouncing baby boy that they're trying to pass off as theirs, and it's really hers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, we all know you got knocked up. <laughs> oh Who are you trying gosh. to fool? You know, there's the town's too small to pull that crap. Yeah. Um, and everybody just kind of plays along with it when really nobody cares. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Well, for, you know, the family. The parents are usually more embarrassed than the kid is. Yeah, that's true. And, and so, but, but those type of things don't work the the girl that comes and talks to the high school that got pregnant as a teen to try to tell everybody how awful it made her life it doesn't work i mean Mm -hmm. those things don't work and so i think that first of all it's it's not the school's place to instill right from wrong when it comes to being promiscuous or not Mm -hmm. i don't think that i don't feel that that falls on the school at all Mm -mm. i think that falls on now you want them to instill you know, the same type of values that you would hope the parents in the community have. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that conversation of promiscuity and, you know, responsibility and things like that should come from their guardian, their parent, someone that is closer to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Well, when, and parents don't want to have this tough conversation with their kids right. either. And so I think that that's part of the problem. That has been part of the problem for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And... That's why there has been so many teen pregnancies mm-hmm. because parents don't know how to bring it up and don't know how to talk about it with their kids. Yeah, or they they use the old fall on stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't work anyway. Yeah, exactly. They're saying they're sending the wrong message. But I think that if you're able to quantify the conversation and tie it in to the emotion they have because you you have you've got to kind of look at at why girls going back to what we said earlier why girls go down this path because like we said it's not just out the gate you act this way mm-hmm. something happened mm-hmm. if it's something like i said traumatic that's kind of a separate issue but if it's your typical 
I fall in love with a boy. Boy takes my virginity, sleeps with me, and then cheats on me, dumps me, whatever. That girl does one of two things. She either shuts down for a little bit, or she goes off and tries to have revenge sex, Mm -hmm. thinking that she's getting back at the guy. And temporarily, she is getting back at the guy if he finds out what she did. Mm -hmm. But permanently, she's ruining her her, uh, Her reputation. reputation in the process. And so I think that one of the things that parents do that's very bad is when that girl gets into that relationship, they really stink at picking their battles. Mm-hmm. When they're like, oh, I'm in love. Like, no, you're not in love. You're you're 15 years old. You don't even know what love is yet. Mm-hmm. Or you're, or they downplay it. Or this is just puppy love. Or this is, mm-hmm. this is high school love. This isn't real love. And they start saying things like, you know, the chances of you guys even being together, you know, in six months is slim to none. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is, is that young girl... Or boy, most of the time you're, we're talking about this young girl. They don't have a frame of reference for what any of these emotions or feelings would feel like otherwise. Yeah, because this is the first time yeah, that they're dealing with this. The first time they're experiencing them, and they're very, very strong because mm-hmm. you've never had them before, and so you're not going to be able to con- con- convince that teenage that teenager that what they are feeling isn't legitimate. Mm-hmm. So don't even have that conversation. You should not, your, your job as a parent is not to tell them that they're wrong for feeling the way they are at that point in time because they're not going to listen. You, you aren't going to be able to convince them. They're not, they don't know what they're going to do from five years from now. And they, they don't care what your experiences are. They don't care the bad decisions you made. They don't care about the good decisions you made. None of that works. And that's where everybody goes to mm-hmm. is they, you know, well, I, I went through this or, you know, your aunt, she went through that or, you know, so-and-so down the street did this. You try to find a way to relate to them and it never works. Mm-hmm. So quit trying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds weird, huh? Yes. Yeah. You want to actually, I don't know if I'd say support the feelings, mm-hmm. but be understanding. Remember what it's like at that age. Yeah. Because you think it's as real as it's going to get because it's the only real emotion that is revolving around love that you've ever felt. And whether... And we all go through this. Yeah. And whether... That, that teenager has had sex or not is not really the point of the conversation. The point is to tie in to those emotions and those feelings that they're experiencing and use that as the gauge for them to take with them as they mature and as they get older. Because if you can tell a young woman that what you're feeling right now this is this feelings, these emotions, this love that you're experiencing. You need to remember what you feel like right now in this moment with this individual. And wherever this relationship goes, do not ever give yourself over to anybody else unless you feel this way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the best way to tie it together so they'll know because the girl that gets dumped and she goes and sleeps with three other dudes she's not feeling those emotions no Mm -mm. but she can remember what it was like and that's why and when you start to and i don't want to segue down the three loves but that's why you typically see people 
their second relationship is so shitty. Mm-hmm. The one they end up spending the long ter- the longest term in after their first love, their second one is so bad because you're chasing that feeling again. Mm-hmm. You want that same connection. You want that same, you know, what feels like love without consequences, without really out responsibility. It's just you do, you can't really explain it. You want to feel that again, and you don't really feel it with the second one. But you're like, you kind of convince yourself, well, I'm older now. That mm-hmm. was just puppy love. This is real love because we're adults and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, and, and I think like how you said earlier about like, you know, they they downplay it and they tell you that it's puppy love. Mm-hmm. And I whether it's puppy love or not, it's it is real love. Mm-hmm. And it is a real feeling that you you're actually having for the first time. So it is going to be a super strong connection that you have towards this very first person that you that you love and and it's not that you think you love them you really do you really do love them and so yeah like making sure that yeah you you understand and latch on to that that actual feeling mm-hmm. because it is real it is real love mm-hmm. and remembering how that real strong feeling is mm-hmm. <laughs> and and not settling right don't settle yeah and and don't and but that 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 attitude and that connection to that emotion will prevent women and young girls from giving it away mm-hmm. if they understand you know what i don't feel that right now mm-hmm. i'm not gonna why would i why would i continue down this path if i don't feel it and and you don't have to worry about peer pressure with that because it's their emotion Mm-hmm. It's something they are one hundred percent in control of. You, 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 you recognize and understand your own emotions. You recognize and understand your own feelings. No matter who's causing them, who's creating them, you know what they are, and and that at least gives you that initial baseline to where you're not going to accept anything less than that. And and what you will tend to find is if if a woman can sustain that, or I'm sorry, not if a woman can. When I say sustain, I mean if she can remember that feeling, if she can remember that emotion, when she does mature, when she does meet, you know, hopefully the love of her life down the road, when she feels that again, it's actually going to be better Mm -hmm. and stronger Mm -hmm. than it was when she was young and naive. Mm -hmm. And, And that's where, unfortunately, for most people out there, they don't ever experience that again. Mm -mm. They experience it once. And they settled, and they're with the person that doesn't create constant butterflies, that doesn't create that emotional firing of of the the strong sexual feelings, or I'm sorry, the strong you know love and sexual type of relationship feelings you have as a young person. It's just because you feel it's supposed to be diluted and watered down because mm-hmm. of life and adults and having kids and responsibility and all that and. They just think it's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is just how life is supposed to be. And I think that's why you see people after their spouse dies gets back with their high school sweetheart. I know that's true because that was the only time they really had a super strong connection. That kind, they never had that same feeling again, so yeah. they want to go back to it. Mm-hmm. And they think that well, this was my soulmate. I just didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, not necessarily. You just ended up marrying your non soulmate. Mm-hmm. You married, and that's, you know, once again, that's why we, we, we really believe in the, the three loves, because mm-hmm. 
it is exactly what happened to us. Yeah. And so yeah. it makes sense to us. Uh-huh. We understand that it's not not everybody. Not fits everybody. That profile. Yeah. Uh huh. But especially if you're some well, and even the hoes, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like that we're talking about today, they could have a a first love and and then like. I'm trying to think if they would even have a second. I'm sure they would have a second love, but it, but you are, these girls are, these women are really diminishing the meaning of love Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they, they don't know. They don't even know what they're doing because they're, they're just like, Oh, I just, I just want this. It's almost like it's almost like a drug addict mm-hmm. and getting a fix. Right. You know, I need I need this fix. I need this. And it's like, no, you don't you don't need it. And imagine if you if I don't know <laughs> if you I was going to say if you waited and and then the feeling is even that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know. I think that, yeah, they they just uh, they're really. They don't know. They just don't. They don't know what the heck they're doing. I mm-hmm. guess. I guess. I just keep going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't know what else to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that obviously, like we said at the beginning, that if you've already headed down this path, there's, there's, unfortunately, there's not. You can't undo what you've done. Mm-hmm. And you know, there, there's this weird thing. Like, have you seen like these girls? Are like, I'm a born again virgin. I think I've heard about Shut it. Up. No, you're not. I mean, it's, it's I a, haven't it's actually a seen a former hoe and slutty girl who's trying to, you know, they're reclaiming their sexuality. Yeah, and it's unfortunately not how it works. Mm-hmm. The the damage is done. You're you're damaged goods. Mm-hmm. You know, there are. I think it's called parabonding is what it is that that exists whenever. You know, you've had less than I, I believe the number's five. If you've had, if a woman has had less than five sexual partners, she can still parabond with a male, mm. and it decreases the chance of, you know, cheating and divorce and all that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the the numbers out there of of promiscuous women and being in successful long term relationships are. Your your chances are extremely low, mm-hmm. and you know, unfortunately, there's some hard, hard truths behind this where you're you're gonna be stuck if if you and and once again, if you want to sit there and say, well, that's not true because I slept around all over the place and and I'm happily married, and it's like, well, yeah, I could probably tear your husband apart with five characteristics that they're lacking. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they're weak. They're mature. They don't have a good career. They're kind of a beta little bitch. They, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably things about this person that makes that male undesirable to most women, other women who haven't been a slut. Yeah. Uh huh. And know they have something at least in the realm of purity to offer a guy. Uh huh. And once again, people don't want to hear that. Like I know. People want to pretend that they, you know. I know. Well, and I think that there would be women out there that would say that, well, I've, I changed and, and there is hope, Mm -hmm. you know, for, for women like us. But, but like you said, like, 
they're they're not getting a a high quality dude. But yeah, and even when you even the women that would say that, when you sit down and actually talk to them, there's a lot of shit wrong. Mm-hmm. They may look good on paper. Their marriage may look good on paper. They may be, you know, married for 20 years with three kids. Mm-hmm. And they're at every PTO and every sporting event together. Mm-hmm. But then you find out there's still a lot of holes in that ship mm-hmm. that's happening. They, they've done a good job at convincing everybody that they're good. But mm-hmm. it's not. And that's why people are like, like, well, every relationship has its ups and downs. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say that everybody that says that goes through that. but Right. Yeah. They they can't they know that they're lying, mm-hmm. and that's why they're they'll be like, well, every couple has their secrets. There's mm-hmm. you know not you know there's always stuff going on behind the scenes that nobody knows about, mm-hmm. and that's true for shitty marriages. There is, mm-hmm. and it's not as behind the scenes as you think it is. Yeah, we all see it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I <laughs> know. Suck at keeping secrets. Yeah, and so, but but I think that 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 that's where it ends up being. You know, are they really, truly happy mm-hmm. now? And and you have to take the and I'm talking about your normal everyday, average Americans. I'm not talking about people in this one percent wealth range of, you know, of whatever who try to make it work because you don't know them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to take them out. They're at one end of the spectrum that you have to kind of take out. But I think that the damage is done for women that are already in this doesn't mean you continue to go down the path. No. Do, do I think that, do I think that you can change and someone will accept you 100%? I think but, you need to move away. But that, that's another good point. But the person that's going to accept you is not going to be, he's going to be the best that you can get. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean he's a piece of shit. It doesn't mean that he's not worth being with. It just means what it means. That's the best that you're going to be able to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and take that for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I do agree. If you are a hometown hero ho, mm-hmm. move away. Yeah. Really start If you over. want to change your life, if you want your life to change and mm-hmm. to start over, mm-hmm. basically, I do think that... Moving away is going to be the your best option. Unfortunately, if you're a single mom and you have kids in tow, oh gosh, you can't move I know. away from that's, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's and that increase your chances of getting I mean, a really good guy anyway. Yeah, that's not going. Uh, I mean, it's going to haunt you forever. I, I know that you you say that your kids are a blessing and all that. I'm sure. I'm sure they I'm are. Sure you think that, but <laughs> I'm positive you think that. <laughs> but. There's no, you aren't going to get a guy that's worthwhile mm-hmm. if that's the case. But if if you if you haven't had kids and you uh, you have been promiscuous, I would I would recommend that. That's a good. I wonder comparison wise, who has a better shot? Mm-hmm. A girl that has you know a body count of over fifty but never got knocked up of being able to change and find happiness or the girl that's had sex with less than 10 guys, but has, you know, three kids. Yeah. I think fairly <laughs> the girl with higher body count probably has a higher chance of being happier uh-huh. or finding someone to accept her than. Well, and that's the thing I think that like, 
you need to make the decision to not talk about that too mm -hmm. and don't discuss your body it's, count and, and that's the thing <laughs> I do not think that your body count is anybody's business. Mm -hmm. I don't think that these girls should. But that's the fucking problem is to, these young women now wear it like a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a million TikToks and YouTube videos of random strangers with a freaking phone camera stopping girls. What's your body count? Uh, uh, last time I checked, it was 120. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, could you imagine just once again, that's out there forever. Mm -hmm. It's got, you know, 750,000 likes on TikTok and it's been viewed 73 million times. Mm -hmm. And you just blast it out there. Once again, all's it, if you find that guy that's willing to accept that, all it takes is his buddies to be like, holy shit, I just saw this TikTok from 20 years ago. Yeah, you're... Is this the girl you married? Yeah. Her body count was that high? It's done. The dude can't get over that. Mm -hmm. I, I think guys are really good at taking something bad that happened and being like, well, it doesn't seem like everybody knows I'm okay. Because mm -hmm. I can accept it as long as I don't have to deal with it from any type of external, uh, whatever, external pressure, force, opinion, anything like that. But as soon as someone from the outside realizes what happens, that's when the guy gets so embarrassed and he's so emasculated mm -hmm. that he can't. He feels like he's been duped. Yep, he can't function because mm -hmm. he looks like a little punk bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's how that relationship ends up ending. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with the access that all of these girls have now to social media, to their phones, to the internet, to to whatever. I mean, that you're, you know, if you've got some, but that's where it's like, what do you tell that girl? That you Do you tell people that, well, yeah, I've got... Yeah, let these guys at college make this make this porn of me, and and it's floating out there, and I just got really drunk. It was this thing that shouldn't have happened, and and it did. And they, you know, even if she wants to say they kind of took advantage of or whatever it is, it's still out there. It's still out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying any of this is fair. Mm -hmm. Should you be continually judged the rest of your life over a dumbass decision you made when you were 21 years old? I don't think you should. But are you? Yes. Mm -hmm. I know. Life ain't fair. I know. You know what's funny is like, because I, I didn't realize how, how much of, like, I don't know, how, how this stuff, how a lot of guys, uh, I, I know like growing up or whatever, like as you're in, in high school and into your twenties and everything, like, it's like the, your body count, it, uh, it always was like a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, like people really did talk about it. And I'm sure that's how the younger generation is now. And that's why you are seeing all of that. But now the difference from now from when I was growing up is there isn't there wasn't social media. Yeah. It's being recorded now. Like yeah. The conversations is uh -huh. being recorded. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, because like dudes grow, growing up or whatever, they were always really proud of of their count and there were some girls that were more promiscuous that were that were really proud of theirs you know and i and don't know would, why i don't know either and do you need more would no i'm good would uh would say you know oh i've and i had a friend that slept with a shit ton of people 
And I was like, geez, that's crazy. But anyway, so like it was always like a big deal for everybody. And then like you and I got together and I remember just like uh, talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember you, well, one, we were talking to this other girl and and she said that her dude had sex with all of these girls and this and that. And we're like, yeah, yeah sure he did. Okay. <laughs> and but uh but at the same time like i remember you being like that's nobody needs to know that mm -hmm. you guys like you two girls don't need to know my number and i don't need to know your guys's number yeah. like but and i was always like why like why is that a big deal but now i get it mm -hmm. i get it like more than ever <laughs> yeah now and i don't it's not and i think that that's what people need to understand or at least women need to understand is that it, it that's your that's your that you keep that to yourself <laughs> yeah and th that that's the problem is women women behaving like men when it comes to something like that is not good for them. It is 100% okay to say men think this way, women think this way. Mm -hmm. Men behave this way, women behave this way. And and what you tend to see is a woman saying, well, I don't care that this guy slept with all these girls. And that's great. And guess what? That's how most women think. Mm -hmm. Newsflash, guys don't feel that way if they want to settle down with you. I mean, even going back to the high school, people are like, oh, man, what about, uh, you know, Teresa over here? She's, you know, she blew this dude behind the bleachers and she banged this guy in his car at the at the on the field trip. And she sucked this guy's dick in the back of the bus. And every guy's like, oh, well, yeah, I want to hook up with Teresa. Mm -hmm. But nobody wanted to take Teresa to prom. Yeah. Nobody well, or if to, they did, they they knew Teresa that... always showed up with somebody from another school that didn't know that she had slept with all the other dudes there. <laughs> yeah, or they, but they knew that they would get, they would get lucky. Yeah, and that's the and, only and reason it, why it wasn't about being in a relationship with her. Mm -hmm. And so this is where you know, like I've said before, you can't equate the amount of men that want to sleep with you or want to do something sexual with you. That has nothing to do with your value as a woman, mm -mm. because guys will sleep with anything. Mm -hmm. You know, how many proposals have you had? How many guys have introduced you to their parents mm -hmm. on purpose? Mm -hmm. How many guys have taken you on a vacation that wasn't just a getaway with the two of you to some sleazy hotel in the you know shitty part of Vegas? Mm -hmm. You know it, that was proud to show you off. And 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 so there's there's other things that women need to look at, but because women don't seem to care, and they drive that narrative. You know if if women want to take a stand and say, I don't want a guy that slept with a hundred women. Then, then don't, don't accept the guy yeah. that slept with a hundred women. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, women are stereotypically attracted to men that other women want. Mm -hmm. And I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get, I get to a point that you want to be with someone that's attractive that people may be envious that you're with them or something like that. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, like, like, you know, a guy that is, uh, that is like, yeah, this was my ex-girlfriend, you know, a guy can, 
if he can have an attractive girlfriend at some point in time and show this was it, for some reason, women see value in that. Mm -hmm. They're not threatened. They're not, you know, guys don't. Guys, like, I don't want to fucking hear about your past. If I'm really interested in more than sex, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to run into it. I don't want it to be brought up. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Shut up. Yeah. And so there's women just don't seem to understand that. They they think that, oh, well, since I don't care how many dudes or how many guys this dude slept with, why would he care how many dudes I've slept with? Yeah. It's like he absolutely does care. Yeah. If he's really interested in you, he does care. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that. Mm-mm. And so you're going to end up getting the guy that will say he doesn't care. And guaranteed, the dumb little fights you get in, that has something to do with it. He may not bring it up, but that's it. And and you find out that the women that acted this way are these women that that have made these bad decisions that permanently scar that permanently you know scar them as far as you know being damaged goods. Whether you're that single mom, whether you're that promiscuous girl with a reputation, whatever it is, you're you know used and abused. Whatever you want a category, you want to put that in. They're... It's it's not so much, I, I think initially I was like, well, they just suck at finding a good guy. I think that's what it is initially. But then you see karma and, and you know, your aura and these things about you has kind of like a gravitational pull like the earth does. But the only thing that is in your gravitational pull is junk. Mm-hmm. It's just trash because you aren't putting anything out there that a real good quality partner looks for. No. You aren't offering anything aside from ass and titties that a guy can see anywhere. You aren't offering anything. You, you know, you, you're showing your ass. You're showing your titties. You're very combative. You're fucking disagreeable. You're overly opinionated. You're kind of bitchy. You want to scream this independent, strong bullshit in his face all the time. And so guys that are worth a shit aren't going to tolerate that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Your ass and titties ain't that great. <laughs> They're not going to look past all of this other shit that makes you kind of a shitty bitch-ass partner just because you're willing to put out. Mm-mm. And so the guy that is trying to overlook all of that is going to be someone that most women would be embarrassed to be with. I know, and I think that like... Like when when a woman when a woman does get with a guy like that, I think that she I mean, she definitely knows she knows that well you know this isn't a guy that I would have normally went for mm-hmm. and I mean he's he's so nice and and this and that but it's not really who she wants oh yeah at all mm-hmm. and it is going to be some kind of weak individual mm-hmm. dude. And it's it's really going to be a guy that probably n- didn't get atten- too much attention from women in the first place. Mm-hmm. And now he has the opportunity to be with this beautiful woman on from the outside. Mm-hmm. I get, you know, like you you just see her at face value. And she's gorgeous, but then you dig deeper and she's a hoe. She's been with all of these guys and really she's not worth a shit. Mm-hmm. 
And, but he doesn't care because he hasn't experienced multiple women like she has experienced multiple men. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that's it. And there's, there's the, almost the, you know, the very immature, I'm dating a stripper attitude almost. Mm. Even though she's not a stripper. Mm-hmm. He's like, look at, all, look at all these photos on Instagram. And they're all filtered. They're all shitty. <laughs> they're all washed out. Yeah. But that's what he wants to show off. I know. It's like, all right, cool, dude. And you can tell the girl's with this guy when she's not proud to be with him. Oh, gosh. She's not sharing pictures of him. I know. You know. I you always know. just kind of find out they're together doing stuff, but you don't ever see any documentation or proof that they were together. Yeah, like you'll see, like... like you're fucking embarrassed. We you'll know. see... I would be, too. You you'll be see two drinks, but, you, like, yeah. you won't see him. Two drinks on a table, maybe a hand. Yeah. Night yeah. out on the town. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, you're trying to hide that fugly-ass loser boyfriend you're with. Yeah. You get it. I would, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Own it. Yeah, I think that's what it is, though. I think that women just, like, they they don't, they are embarrassed. They're embarrassed, well, like, period. I, I think women do that because a girl like that, if a decent dude showed her the time of day, she would drop that guy in a fucking heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, is that dude is just temporary. Oh, I know. And that's why these guys are so quick, like, I'm going to marry this girl. <laughs> that's true, too. I need, I need to tie her down. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? You gosh. should never... Marriage should not be a way to con- or to ensure someone isn't going to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. First of all, that doesn't stop them, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but that's the kind of mentality that these guys. I got, I got to lock her down now. I, I, I never I thought know. that about you. I wasn't oh. worried about someone trying to come and take you. I wasn't worried about you leaving me or being, you know, ditching me for the next best thing. That mm-hmm. was not in my. <clears throat> peripheral or on my radar at all mm-hmm. but that's how these guys think mm-hmm. because they found her at he, it's almost like well, i got her at a really good vulnerable place she's kind of a wreck emotionally and she doesn't have much stability i know she was with a complete asshole before and i'm not as bad as that guy so i'm gonna lock it down <laughs> and it's like you just basically gave yourself a prison sentence oh my gosh i know and, and now you're in the psych ward. It's like with dude, the craziest bitch of them all. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for you because yeah. you're the dumbass that that thought that you could turn a hoe into a housewife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once again, he's not a high value guy anyway. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, and so I think that, but those are all the things that you want to prevent. That that's that's all the stuff that you don't want your kids. And and even if you're one of these girls that has done this, and you're like, fuck you. Fuck you, I did that. And you are that parent. Do you want your daughter to turn out like you? That That is such a good point. Yeah. That loser that you're dating, is that someone that you would be proud your daughter was with? Because you're not even proud of him. You're mm-hmm. not even proud to be with the dude. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't tell your daughter, oh, yeah, I really like your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So look, look, at, look at my daughter and her, her handsome, got his shit together boyfriend right here. Then why are you wasting your time? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because you you don't have a choice. That's why. Well, I know. And that and that's like that's the thing about about this episode is to 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 tell you that, to tell these people that you know, one hopefully you can start this catch this behavior early enough mm-hmm. for your for your children, for your for your daughters specifically. And 
and um, nip it in the bud right away mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't have to deal with that so you so you are able to in the future be proud of be proud of and know that your daughter is going to be okay and, and in a good situation because she learned how to pick the right partner mm-hmm. and not someone that like who who you're with now yeah, you know <laughs> right yeah yep yeah I, I mean i i think that these because this this pattern behavior is hereditary mm-hmm. unfortunately you see these women pass this down to their daughters and their daughters pass it down to their daughters and somebody has to stop the cycle mm-hmm. stop it Stop the cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't hide behind that this was the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, fake ass bullshit that nobody's buying but you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't be that way. Be better. Mm-hmm. You know, help somebody else be better. People learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. And if you want to continue to make your mistakes and be like, I don't have any regrets. This is exactly what God's plan was for me. Nobody's going to learn from your dumbass decisions because you don't even think that they were. It was like I said earlier. They don't see them as is mistakes Mm -hmm. they don't think they made a bad decision they Mm -hmm. think it was a higher power that put them in this and and the bottom line when it comes to sex outside of something non-consensual women hold the power Mm -hmm. women do not have to have sex with anybody they don't fucking want to sleep with Mm -hmm. so stop sleeping with it the only reason a guy is able to say oh my body counts over 100 is because there's a hundred dumbass girls out there that gave it up i know yeah, that is so Just true. Just ensure your daughter's not one of those girls. Yeah. I mean, I I, I just don't. I mean, <clears throat> it's it's insane that you guys aren't raising better people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. I mean, we're already seeing less people getting married and having kids. We're seeing people get married later in life. We're seeing divorces increase at higher ages. We're seeing... You know, this, I don't want to do this. The the core of America's fabric is unraveling because <laughs> I don't think we're there, mm-hmm. but we're seeing things change. Mm-hmm. Things are changing uh, and they're not changing for the better. Mm-mm. Men are are less driven and weaker than we've ever seen. Women are more promiscuous and combative than we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and men and women are at complete polar opposites. Yeah. And, and when you see statistics, like there's what 20% of, there's only a, a gap, like 15, 20% of men are sleeping with 80% of the women. And there's, you know, 80% of the men are left on the sidelines because women are all chasing the same guys. Gosh. You know, that's how you get these incel dudes that are. Oh my gosh. Shooting people and going nuts. Because these these women, like I've said before, these women that are average at best are being treated and talked to like they're above average and they actually buy that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And so an average chick wants an above average man when she's not even average or at best average herself. Mm -hmm. And they're chasing these guys out of their league. Those guys will still fuck you. Those guys will knock you up. Those guys will have a kid with you. They're not going to settle down with you long term. No. 
Mm-mm. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, it's just yeah. It and yeah, we're we're gonna end up hearing lots of of stories later on. Oh, of, so many, of, so many with social media. Yeah, and these everything. girls that are like, you know, I when I was nineteen, I decided to start an OnlyFans, and I made I made three million dollars in three years, and it was great. And but now I can't, you know, I can't find a husband. I'm ready. I I want to get rid of my past, and I can't because it's out there and. And you know, I've I've now started going to church, and I've accepted Jesus, Lord and Savior, into my heart. And uh, but even my husband there found, or the, I tried to hook up with a guy there, or date a guy there, and he found out about my past. And <laughs> you know, and then if you end up getting with that guy, he's a little beta bitch that you're not going to be happy with anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are going to put yourself in a perpetual downward cycle, cycle and spiral into a losing direction for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sucks that. You can ruin your life at such a young age. Oh, but I know. You need women and girls need to understand that is one hundred absolutely absolutely true. It's not for guys. I Once know. again, life ain't fair. It's not guys. Guys can aside from something atrocious, and you know, killing someone, raping someone, committing an actual crime. Mm-hmm. Men's lives, their pro, their promiscuity does not ruin the rest of their lives no it doesn't but it does for women i know and, and i know and like you said like it, it isn't fair it's not fair that, that that's the case but that's the truth mm-hmm. that's the hard truth yeah and you know unfortunately that that's not going to change mm-hmm. not anytime soon anyway yeah 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 i don't i don't have anything else to I was trying to keep talking until I hit the rest of this. You kind of slowed down. Oh. <laughs> That's good. It is very good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, like I said before, I thought that this was a very interesting topic mm-hmm. to discuss. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's needed. Mm-hmm. It is needed. People need to hear this. People need to hear for the women in general or i i mean even men need to hear this too because you have daughters you all have you have you have girls that you're raising right now that Mm -hmm. you're going to have to have these conversations with why are women so attention starved i don't know i i can't it's funny because i keep i can't even like keep up with the slutty trends mm-hmm. that women do now. It's mm-hmm. just like all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. I know. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, and you see it more than I do because you're a dude uh-huh. and you, I mean, you see, like, I don't know if everybody knows, but like TikTok after it's like, it's like TikTok 10 o'clock. After dark. Yeah. It's a weird thing. That 10 happens. o'clock. Like all of these women just show up on TikTok and and maybe it's because that's when they're posting i don't know but cuz they know like the the algorithm and yeah, and they know how to guys how to work it yeah yeah cuz it, it's it, it it's so funny like during the day on TikTok my entire TikTok feed is clips of the Joe Rogan experience and clips of of Bill Burr and clips of comedians and clips, stuff I'm actually and fucking video into. games. Yeah, yeah. video. All I'm getting is Hogwarts Legacy and Red Dead Redemption <laughs> stuff on TikTok all day. Then literally around nine ten o'clock, it flips. 
it's like someone flips on a switch and it's nothing but half naked women. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instagram is getting worse. worse. If you really? just go into like, I never search girls, mm-hmm. but if I click on the search tab, mm-hmm. it immediately is girls. It used to be like fitness girls, which I was like, okay, well that kind, I kind of get that. I've had fitness, fitness and, and gym motivation. I got personal trainer in there. So I, I guess I kind of get that. But now like I've never searched for BBW. I've never. Wait, what's BBW? In the, uh, big beautiful women. Oh, okay. Or something. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. And, you know, so I'll, I'll like all of a sudden I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah. Why? Why is this on here? Nobody's tagged me in this. I've never hashtagged anything in this. Why is it here? But I. But what I was saying was, it, it's like once you. I'm trying to think of like some of the. Well, some of those other ones that you. I don't know if if you're going there, but like, where they're like pretending that they're having sex. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was. I was trying to think like the one before that. There were there was one like, like everybody doing the you know all these girls doing the you know the the instant changing into from I'm fully clothed now I'm half naked or the the wait you know, what what's that like the ones like it's the same it's that same sound like anytime it sounds like a shot like a gun being cocked so uh-huh. that's every time you see that or hear that. It's a girl that's fully clothed and she's like going, because remember I said I wanted to do a fake video of me doing it because I think it would be funny. Oh, yeah, you did. I do remember Because guys don't do that. It's like, that'd be hilarious. But it's a girl like, she's in a dress and she's like, she's pulling on her her top and she's like, and then when the gun goes off, it's like all of a sudden she's in a bikini Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, So there's those little like sound activated ones that that girls follow on. But then, yes, then they started doing these trends of, of girls like, acting like they were having sex yeah. or acting like they just got done giving a blowjob. And it was like women that were like, when when the when the 45-year-old uh, father stays for the parent-teacher conference and she like gets up off her knees like she's been giving him a blowjob. Yeah. Or it's a girl that's like, you know, she's like a lawyer and she's like, when my client says he wants to stay late and go over paperwork and it's like her bent over a desk and she's like, like moving. She, yeah, she's moving yeah. like somebody's, and she's not actually having sex. No, but there, this was like a new trend. And then the newest one mm-hmm. is the see-through dresses of the girls. Sh- like they have a light behind them in a see. You know those. You you've got one. You've got one of the dresses. <laughs> it's like what? the one that I think the one that your dad and Lisa got you for Christmas, like that brown one. It's kind of oh. sheer-ish. Um. It's not sheer. But it, it's like, it's a long dress, but uh-huh. it's form-fitting. It's yeah. really tight. The black strap. one? Like yeah, kind of like the black one. But uh-huh. So they'll wear one that's that's more see-through. Mm-hmm. And then they stand at a window, and the light comes through, and they keep their lead spread, and they have no underwear on. They're literally, like, able to show, like, their crotch oh without gosh. showing their crotch. And so Jeez. that's, like, the new trend that j- just started popping up. So, and, and and I bring all that up because I'm like... How how what how bad of a job did somebody's parents do to raise these type of people mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. that and that's why I say why are women so starved for attention mm-hmm. what is it that how are they not getting attention how 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 I I just don't get it I I 
I can't seem to wrap my head around why young women are just so starved for constant sexual attention. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's And it's not for doing anything. It's not for being smart or accomplished or sexy or beautiful mm-hmm. or it, it's 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 literally just let me act as slutty as i can as i'm illegally allowed on this platform without getting shadow banned or without getting banned or without getting reported what's the sluttiest i can act like and see how many likes and views i can get i i, I don't understand what goes into that thought process that drives somebody to that point i know i don't know that's i need answers I know, I know. Because I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't. I don't understand like why they have to do that or why they think I mean, they I think have that's to like, do that. That's like some of the questions like Pearl asks. Uh-huh. Like, why are you? Why do you have to take a half naked picture? Yeah. And the girls like, well, because I felt sexy. Well, then take it and keep it on your phone. Yeah. Why just post it? Well, because I like the likes, and that's what they always say. So okay, well then you did it for attention. But that's where the conversation. Well, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you? Why do you feel the need? What? What is it? Is it? Is the dopamine hit really that strong mm-hmm. for these girls? It's it, like it is like a drug. Are you actually? And I think that's where you're seeing this delusion in these women, where especially when you start looking at these these average and below average girls, they tie a hard value to that. That because like I like I've told you, you know, off off camera, these girls aren't getting randomly stopped in day-to-day life if they show up looking like a slut at a club or a bar yeah they're getting hit up but they're not if they're dressed dressed normally and they're mm-hmm. in target people aren't telling them how beautiful they are people mm-hmm. aren't stopping them to talk to them and, and, and hit on them and things like that that's not happening so they're not getting attention outside of meat market type of areas and they've basically turned social media into their meat market platform mm-hmm. solely for attention yeah Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, is these girls, even the ones that are currently getting paid, if they weren't getting paid a dime, they would still be doing this. Oh, I know. Because they didn't start off getting paid. No, they had they to were do doing this first. It. Yeah. Uh huh. But they, but I think like they are like they're able to justify it. Yeah. Because they're getting uh-huh. paid. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like, mm, yeah, I can. And, and I do think this. part of it is like uh, somebody was saying that. Do you still need more? No, I'm good. You can have the rest. There we go. Uh, I can't remember who was talking about it the other day, but they were saying that they were, they asked, they were asking these young, these young women, like, what is it, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. And they said, I want to be famous. Mm. That was their answer. I want to be famous. I want to be famous like you. I want to be famous. I want to be, you know, I want to be an influencer. And it's like, those aren't things to aspire to. What the fuck does that mean? What are you going to do? How is that something to strive for? You know, y- you have to, and, and, once again, we've seen a generation raised in an environment where fame required no skill or talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know. Starting and with so the it's YouTube at this point. and yeah. yeah, because of vines and YouTubes uh-huh. and the Kardashians and yeah. things like this and and reality shows and all that. You don't have to have any skill. Mm-mm. You know, I know, and yeah, I know, and they don't realize that like. They're not going to be famous. Like, they're, you have to have something. You have to have an it factor. Yeah. You can get your 15 minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, and so I, I don't know. But, but I think that that was kind of insightful. That's why these girls act the way they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why women are 
you know, volunteering to go on these shows and share their body count and get ridiculed and made fun of on these other podcasts. So they can get like, their oh, 15 it's minutes. I, this, this, this podcast has 4 million followers. Yeah. So that was worth it. I don't get, you know, any press is good press. Yeah. And really, we are like, you bitches are dumbasses. Yeah. Like, you are really putting yourself out there like that. Well, it's another dumbass decision that is going to have long-term permanent exactly, consequences. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. It is. Oh, my gosh. So dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even believe it. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I said I didn't have anything else to say like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Well, you didn't. I did. Okay. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you have anything else to no. add? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.